Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. I'm going to have you stand to your feet, turn your Bibles. We are starting a new series today, and it's vital that you're here for every week because we're speaking on foundation. Everyone say foundation. In Matthew chapter 7, it tells a, a story of Jesus has just gotten done preaching the whole Sermon on the Mount. And the Sermon on the Mount is a word that is given to show how we should operate in the kingdom. All kinds of principles are shared. If you want to know how a kingdom citizen lives, read chapters 5, 6, and 7 of the book of Matthew. And these are coming straight from Jesus' mouth. You're not interpreting what someone else is saying about what Jesus said. Uh, I love, there, there's a season in my life that I go through when in my devotional time, I just read the red letters. Uh, I get a Bible that has uh, the red Jesus' letters in red, and all I do is read just the words of Christ. I jump over everything else and just read the red letters because I want to read in that month of my life, I want to just get what Jesus has, has to say. And so I'll just skip over anything that's not read and just read these things and let those things sink into my spirit. Well, chapters 5, 6, and 7 are, are just the words of Christ, and you get Christ's view of the way we should live. And at the conclusion of that Sermon on the Mount, he closes with these statements here. And look at verse uh, 24 of chapter 7. It says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. In other words, Jesus is saying, Everything I just got done telling you, everything. Now, he wasn't speaking in chapters in those days. He was just spoken. The, the disciples broke these things down into chapters. He said, everything I told you in 5, 6, and 7, if you do these things, then you're the wise men that built your house upon the rock. Verse 25, the rain came down. How many have seen how much rain we've gotten lately? Yeah. Right? The streams rose. Have you noticed those, those creek beds that were dry are now high? Dams that were empty are all of a sudden being full. They, we had, uh, uh, my, my brother-in-law's family lives out in the Orville area. They had to all be evacuated because of everything that was going on with the flood, uh, the dam getting higher, the spill, spillway beginning to give way. See, when, when the rains come, if you're not ready for it, what could be a blessing could end up becoming a curse. Rain in the word has always been symbolic of a blessing, but if you're not ready for it, it could become a curse. And verse 25 goes on and it says, the winds blew and beat against the house. How many felt the wind we had a couple days ago? That was crazy. I had to drive to Sacramento in that thing. I was, I, was all, I was white knuckled all the way over there. You know, that, that, that driving, normally you just drive cool. There was no cool driving there. I had both hands on the steering wheel. I looked like a little old man because I had my face up against the windshield while we were driving. You know those, forget it, we're not going to go there. And so he goes on and says this, and the wind beat up against the house, and yet it did not fall. Someone say, did not fall. Did not fall. Because it had a foundation, or it had its foundation on the rock. Pray with me now. Father, help in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Everyone say foundation. foundation. Now I want you to see the, the uh, breakdown of what a foundation is. Take a look at the definition of foundation. Foundation is the lowest load-bearing part of a building, typically 
at ground level or even below ground level. And secondly, it's an underlining basis or principle of the thing. So when we talk about foundation, we could be referring to a foundation of a house or we could be talking about principles. Now, that foundational principle could be in auto mechanics, finances, marriage, and working out. There are certain principles that things are founded on. Now, I want you to realize that what Jesus was sharing in 5, 6, and 7 in the book of Matthew are our foundation. If we live according to these principles, your house won't fall when the storm comes. Now, I don't know about you, but when we talk about a foundation, there is nothing sexy about a foundation. No one ever walks up to a house and says, wow, man, that's a great foundation. You guys have a, what, what kind of foundation is this? Pier and beam? Is this, is this concrete slab? No one does that, right? You walk up to a house, what do you do? A nice house. Yeah, you walk in and, hey, nice house. This is, you know, we, we, we comment on decorations, not on foundations. We focus in more on how something looks than how something functions. And when we have a bad foundation, foundations are not usually, now foundations are vital, but they're not always visible. Now follow me on this, okay? See, the... It's not, we don't recognize a foundation until the storm shows up. And that family, that marriage that you thought was so strong, all of a sudden, hey, did you hear so-and-so separated? What? They look so good. Come on. That person that's always rolling up in the new car every week, found out they filed for bankruptcy. Well, what happened? They, 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 They look like they had it all together. See, they look good on the outside, but their foundation was messed up. And when we don't have a good foundation, you won't always notice it immediately. Now, our house, we have a house in Manteca, and the house in Manteca is on a concrete slab because there's not a lot of shifting there. It's on level ground. But when we moved to San Jose, we bought a house on, 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 a, on a slope, and that one, we had to have the foundation checked out professionally to ensure we live in, come on, San Jose, uh, that was just a 4.0. That's nothing. We don't get out of bed for anything over a 5 or 6, right? Because we're used to, we're used to earthquakes out here. So we needed to make sure that the foundation was, was good. And they took a look at it. And all of a sudden, I noticed in my living room that the, where the baseboard was, it began to crack. I noticed a crack coming up my drywall. And so when I saw that, I said, no, we ain't having cracks in my house. I pulled out my tools. Come on, I just don't preach. <laughs> I started clearing the, clearing the area. Sefa, who lives with me, as soon as I pull out any tool, he's right there. Sefa's right there. He wants to know what we're doing, how we're working on something. And so I clean it all. I'm, I'm kind of taking him through the steps on how to do everything. And I get it all, caulk it, recock it, repaint it, put every spackling and uh, sand it down, paint it and everything, put it back together. Then I step back and I realized, wait a minute. You just covered the issue. You didn't fix it. And that's what we do throughout our lives. When there's an issue that shows up, a crack 
in our character, a crack in our marriage, a crack in our family. We just cock it and paint it and we walk away. As long as it looks good, everything's all right. But I begin to realize something here. With all the rain that we were getting, all of a sudden the ground might have was shifting and there's something going on underneath the house that I don't see with it's being visible right now and I'm dealing with the fruit. I'm not dealing with the root. And we live in a society today that deals more with the fruit of something than we do with the root of something. Here, take this medication. Here, take this to cover that symptom. Here, let me prescribe this. And we deal with the causes. We we deal rather than with the cause. We deal with the effect. And let's get rid of the effect. Let's get rid of the symptom instead of getting rid of the disease. So take a medication. Take this to get rid of the pain. Instead of fixing the back pain, let me, let me, let me fix you up with some medication. Come on, you know what I'm talking about here? And in marriage, we, we, we've operated, America, we've operated in that same area where we deal with symptoms. We don't deal with the root of the symptom. If I could get rid of the symptom and I don't feel the symptom, then the problem must not exist anymore. Oh, come on, talk to me now. See, we only notice the foundation when something goes wrong. Now, I'm going to talk to you about this. And so, you know, as I'm walking through my house, these are, these are symptoms of a bad foundation or a weak foundation. Number one, you begin to see that, uh, you know, you begin to recognize that cracks showed up in the wall like on my house, okay? The other thing I found out that the floors become unbalanced. You walk upstairs and all of a sudden you feel a little slope. You walk by the dresser in our bedroom and it shakes. Come on, now my house might be the only one that's like that, but you know, you start putting cardboard under things to level things out and so forth. So instead of fixing the problem, we just start adapting to the condition. Right? And so instead of fixing issues in our marriage, in our, in our walk with God and so forth, we just start learning how to operate in that dysfunction. And so I called a company down. Second thing is not only unbalanced floors, but also misaligned doors and windows. Windows aren't closing. Doors are sticking and so forth. And so uh, when when cracks show up in our walls, that shows our standards are being cracked. It reflects to our character as well how all of a sudden there's cracks in our character. There's cracks in our priorities. Things that used to be a priority, such as family, children, and things like that. Now business takes over that and money takes over that. And instead of having... Having a priority in certain things, we have placed other things above that. Misaligned doors and windows, our perspective or our point of access changes up as well. So I call this company down because of what, what was going on. Call a company down. Three different companies, all right, because I'm smart, all right? One company comes down, and they, they put these little sensors throughout the house to figure out the leveling, leveling of the house. And the guy goes, man, you're, you're, you're within, you know, recommended uh, areas, you know, you got, you can drop a certain amount of inches over a certain amount of span, and you're within that range. He goes, if it was my house, I I wouldn't do anything. Everything's cool. Next guy comes under, but I went under the house, and I saw that one of my beams had a gap between the the floor and the, the rafters, and so when another guy comes over, he starts taking a look at it, and uh, he goes, well, this is what I would do. I would replace that one, replace all your, the things that are under, under the house, and we'll put, them, put some uh, adjustable ones in there, and we'll, we'll get the house lifted to its proper place and so forth. And that'll cost you about, you know, $2,300, $3,300. I was like, oh, okay. 
Spackle's only like 450. <laughs> Quite an investment to fix a foundation. That was until the third dude came. Third guy came and said, you know what we'll do? What we'll do is we'll come in and we'll dig out around the foundation on the outside. We excavate about four to five feet, and then we reinforce those different areas, lift them up, and that's going to end up costing about $65,000. One dude says, it's fine. Next dude says, 33. Other dude says, you got to mortgage your house. Because after I do this work, I'm going to own the house. 65, I was, and the worst thing was this. I hate putting money into my house that I can't see. Right? I want someone to come over. I'm going to spend $65,000. I want someone to say, wow, nice addition. Come on. Oh, great kitchen. Oh, oh, Viking stove and, you know, sub-zero appliance. You know, I I want someone to walk in and say, this is nice. You guys did a great. But if I drop 65,000 and they come over, all they see is. You can't see it. Because it's underground. No, No one sees and walks up to a house and says, man, that is a great foundation. It's amazing, man. You, you guys did a great job on this. This is a, wow. See, Jesus is simply saying this, is that no matter what we've built, it will not survive if it's not on the right foundation. Foundations are vital. Come on, somebody. Listen to me. See, God's word is our foundation. The principles that we build our lives on. And if you try to build your life on anything other than the word or the principles in the word of God, you're going to be in trouble. Let me take you somewhere. For those of you that are, that are, that have, uh, are involved with WFG and so forth, you'll, you'll recognize this building right here. Who, what, what building is that? Transamerica. Transamerica building, okay? They've done several, I've done several uh, leadership conferences up there at the, at the top floor of this building, gone over there, and we've done some leadership training with them. But every time we go, every time my wife and I go to do training there, every time we go and we do, we do a, uh, any, any kind of um, seminar or whatever, there's always people outside, and this is always what we see. Then they say, uh, at the Trans-America building. Or they'll do a reverse selfie. So they can see the building behind them. Why? Because the building's impressive. But you got to understand this. No one ever walks into Trans-America building and says, wow, that's a great foundation. They're all taking pictures of the pyramid. Because the pyramid's impressive. But even more impressive is this, is that that Transamerica building sits on a nine-foot concrete mat. 
nine feet deep of just straight concrete. And that sunk into 52 feet, listen to me, into the ground, and it's designed to move with the earth based on tremors. So there's a, there's a pad of nine feet deep of concrete, taller than all of us here, and then another 52 feet deep in di- different corners to ensure that as the building sways up, these things are able to hold on to the building to keep it from falling apart. Many of us, whenever the wind and the storms in our life begin to come, we have nothing that goes deep. Everything is so shallow that all of a sudden when a storm comes, a financial trouble comes, a sickness comes, everything we built comes falling down in a moment because there's no foundation. We spend more time on building things for people to go, oh, that's so beautiful, not realizing that there's nothing that goes underground. There's no foundation there. And when we pray the Lord's Prayer that says, lead us not into temptation, It's a prayer that begs God, do not build a building on my foundation that will not last. Don't take me higher than I have the character to grow. See, God, it begs God, don't build a structure builder bigger than my foundation. And too many of us here today are trying to build higher, but you haven't taken time to go deeper. I don't know how many couples I hear talk all the time. Well, you know, uh, single guys, I want to get married, man. I want to get married. But you know what? You're only building a foundation for a single person. It's all about you. It's always been about you. You don't know how to share. You don't know how to think about someone else. You don't know how to invest into someone else. You want things your way. You want to do things your way. What you're saying is you don't want a wife. You want a maid and someone to sleep with. Because you haven't taken care to build a foundation big enough. You say you want a house, but you're not saving. No foundation. I want a car, but you're not saving for it. Are you following me here? Foundations are important. See, we're building things that our character can't sustain. The solution, listen very closely because some of you are going to walk out of here and say, Pastor Dan told me stop dreaming. I don't have a good enough foundation, so I have to make a smaller building. No, I'm not telling you to minimize your dream. I'm telling you to expand your foundation. If you want a bigger dream, you got to build a bigger foundation. If you want to go higher, you have to go deeper. The principle, if I want to go higher, everyone say higher. I have to go deeper. I got to go wider. I got to make sure if I want to go higher, I got to make room. I got to prepare myself. I got to dig deeper. Look at verse 26 of chapter 7. It says this, but to everyone who hears these words of mine and does not, someone say does not, put them into practice. In other words, everything I told you in 5, 6, and 7, if you do, if you do not do these things, is like the foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain came down and the stream rose and the winds blew and beat against the house and it fell with a very great, very great. And so I want you to understand, take, take a look at this, grab a hold of this this morning. The house on the rock went through a storm. House on the sand went through a So 
whether you built the house on the rock or on the sand, every house goes through storms. Let me say that again. Every house goes through, just because you accepted Christ doesn't mean you're not going to face any storms. The reason we accept Christ is so that we could make it through the storms. So we've all witnessed crashes of many beautiful lives. People that we love. We've seen the crashes come down. Ministries that have been built high and that have come crashing down all because of a bad foundation. Lack of foundation will destroy anything in your life. And many of us want more stuff, but we don't want to take time to build a foundation. And now in Manteca, one of the things about that, that little town is this, is that you don't see very many buildings more than two stories high. Just don't see it. There's not a whole lot of uh, business, um, you know, like industrial buildings that are built really high either. Usually all one story or two story. But there was one building, that this, this was like, man, it was uh, amazing because it was like a big thing in the city. There was an office structure that was going to be built in the city three stories high. <laughs> it, it was remarkable. It was like a big deal. It was right on the corner there by, by the golf course. And I rem- they put up these huge fences up, and you saw trucks driving in and trucks driving out. Trucks driving in and trucks driving out. These big old dirt trucks driving in and then driving out. And you couldn't see what was going on because the fences were so high. They'd come in, and then they'd come out for months and months. They're just driving in and coming out. And the sand, the, the, the soil in Manteca is very sandy. It's not like clay over here. It's so easy to work with over there. But over here, it's... it's that clay, it's real, it's totally different to work with. And all of a sudden, you see these, these workers going in and these workers coming out. Workers coming. And it was like for months, you're like, what, what are they doing back there? Nothing's getting built. Trucks are coming in, they're coming out, they're coming in, they're coming out, they're shutting the road down, but nothing's being built. And it took forever. And never saw anything get higher than that seven-foot fence that was there. So what are you guys doing back there? You know what they were doing? They were laying the foundation. They were laying the plumbing. They were laying the electrical. They were laying the the footings. They were laying out the, the, the framework to pour the foundation and to bring in the sewer and to take it out. All this stuff they worked on, the building went up like that, but the foundation took forever. Worship team, if you would help me, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 says this, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11 says, For no one can lay any foundation, someone say foundation, other than the one we already have in Jesus Christ. Nothing else will last, guys. Build your marriage on anything else other than Christ, it's going to fall. Build your career on anything other than Jesus, it's going to fall. Build your career or or your your, your family on anything other than Jesus, it's going to deteriorate. Build your education on anything other than Christ, it's going to fall apart. My question to you this morning is this, what are you building your life on? What's your foundation? Because you're going to go through a storm. Not if, you're going to go through a storm. And when you go through that storm, 
that thing that you're building your life on better be able to withstand the pressure. It better be able to withstand the storm. You better have something built so strong that has the ability to tell the storm to stop. Tell a disease to be healed. Tell doubt to flee. To bring peace where there's trouble. You better have someone that can't just, doesn't just build a foundation. He is the foundation. First Peter chapter 2 says, for in scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen precious cornerstone. And he, the one who trusts in him will never, somebody say never, never, be put to shame. It's shameful to build a building, spend all this time building something. Only to allow one storm to come in and knock it all down. And people will look, they'll drive by. The Bible says that they'll look and they'll think, well, how foolish. Why didn't you build a better foundation? You have the opportunity today. See, you've been getting mad at God. God, you haven't given me the things I want. God, I, I want, you've been praying, God, give me this, give me that. You've been waiting for God to give you the blessings. You've been waiting for God to meet that need. But God isn't going to send you something that you're going to end up losing because you haven't built the foundation to sustain it. Take time to build a better foundation. Because for every foundation, as we close, if you need a new foundation this morning, how do we bring a new foundation? Number one, you got to recognize this. You got to break up the old one. That means the old principles that you built your life on need to be broken up. You need to break those old thought patterns. You got to break the old way of doing things. You got to start breaking up and it's going to be a hard deal. You ever see anyone start breaking up a foundation? It's a hard thing to do. Breaking up concrete, it's a lot of work because it's reinforced. Your thinking's reinforced. Your past is reinforced. There are ways it's hard to try to break that up. But once you break it up, you got to remove the rubble. You got to remove that that the, the the pieces of your old life, and you cannot build a new foundation with a bunch of old ideas. You got to get rid of that rubble. You got to remove remove yesterday. Remove your failures. Remove what mom and dad said. Remove what the color of your skin says you can't accomplish. I want you right now to start removing those things and recognize that I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Then you got to start framing out a new, a new foundation. You got to start framing it out. And what, what you do is you get wood and they start placing this down. We, we had a company come down and they put a wall, a, found, a, a retaining wall in for us. They came in and they, they put this huge wall up. I was looking. They moved all the dirt out of my backyard. They put this 
huge wall that was probably about 20 feet high. It was something that you would see uh, there, there at, uh, on the freeway. It was crazy. They came, the, the owner of the company came and they put this thing in. It just blew me away that they would come in and do this. Brought workers in and all. But the framing for this thing, the, 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 all the rebar and everything that they put in there, all that work that went into framing it, you got to frame out a new one. You got to say, okay, this is where this is where I'm. Gonna, uh, this is where I see myself going. You see, w- when you start laying out a new foundation, that literally means you have a vision. You see, you know what? My, my family's going to expand to this point right here. You know what? My finances are going to expand to this point right here. You know what? We're going to go about four stories high, so I'm going to have to dig a little deeper because I see something very, I see something great. We're not stopping here. We're going to go higher. And so I got to make sure that, you know what? That my marriage can survive the success. I got to make sure that my children will survive the blessing. I got to make sure that it's not going to lead me to addiction because of my blessing that it's not going to take me away from God. I'm going to make sure that I'm blessed to be a blessing. And so I'm going to build my cornerstone, my foundation, and make sure that whatever happens, I'm going to frame it out right now. This is where I'm going. I have a vision. I know what I want to accomplish. You need to start framing out where you see yourself going. And start getting the right materials. You know what? There might be some cheaper materials out there. You know what? I think I'll use ice. I'll put ice there. It's pretty cheap. It's hard. It's good during the wintertime. But when summer comes, that thing's going to melt. It's not right for this place. It might last for a little while, but you don't want God's blessings to be on your life for a season. You want them to be on your life Continually. And lastly, you got to give it time. Every time I drove by that place, I was like, well, when are they going to be done? When are they going to be? Man, pull that thing down. I'm nosy. I want to see what's going on back there. <laughs> Don't let anyone rush your foundation. You don't know what I'm building. Don't judge me. But what are you going to build? Don't worry about it. Digging right now is that area to get the crap out of my life. That's what sewers do, right? You, you got to start building a system to get rid of the crap. You got to build a system to get some clean water in. You, you got to build a system to get some electricity, some, some power in your life. Come on, somebody. You, you got to build some, some walls to make sure that as I start building, it's going to last. I'm not looking to build some, I'm not putting a tent on this thing. I'm building a foundation so I can go higher, so I can be a blessing. I want you to know you need to make sure you have a strong foundation. Come on, stand to your feet with me this morning. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.com.